on ETX Life Podcast, we invite you to take a peek behind the Pine Curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the East Texas area. Journey with us as we share experiences, create connections, and offer insights on life and business. It's It's all good in in the Piney Woods. Welcome back to another episode of ETX Podcast. I am Sierra, and I'm here with my co-host, Holly. Hello, Holly. Hey, Sierra. How are you? You know, I am doing pretty good, considering we have made it through the holidays unscathed. How about you? (laughs) Same. We had a really good holiday, although I felt like it went way too fast. I agree, and I can't decide if that's just a side effect of getting older, because everybody says that as you get older, time flies, or is it still pandemic-related that things feel a little bit, you know, clunky and not very cohesive, and what do you think? I don't know. You know, we talked about in the last episode, in the holiday episode, that I was, like, taking it easy, but doing activities just if I wanted to. I felt like that took the pressure off of having to do activities, but I feel like we did more activities this year than last year. But of course, last year, Tucker was two and going to bed earlier, still having nap time. And this year, done away with nap times, goes to bed a little bit later and can handle more things during the day. Yeah, more simulation without getting overtired. Well, plus he's just more aware this year, right, of the whole how it all works. Yes. So we did a lot of activities. So I kind of feel like that also contributed to the speed because if you're always doing something every day, what did they say? Time flies when you're having fun? That's right. That's right. So did you have a highlight with him um, this holiday season? Well, I would say, just like you said, like his awareness of doing things was really fun. One of the big fun things that I liked doing was we went to the Tyler Rose Garden, did an outdoor showing of the Grinch. Oh, that's cool. And y'all know how the weather has been this season. Very mild. Mm -hmm. So it was very pleasant to go out there, sit out there. We brought some blankets. They had some snacks there. It was really well done. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Well, I'd like to hear from our listeners, too, if they kind of would like to share one of their highlights, either holiday season or even just, you know, this past year's highlights. Yeah. We can all use some highs, right, some to, highs, yeah. to balance out the lows. And that was one of the things that we talked about on last year's um, kind of coming into the new year what highs versus lows of the year. And I like that you had brought that up, that they kind of, you have to have the lows to feel the highs. And I thought that was really important because we all felt a lot of lows in 2020. (laughs) Yeah, but it's always important to highlight the highs as well. Right. Don't focus on the lows, kind of recognize that they happen and then focus on the highs. Yeah, move on. And we wanted to think, you know, when I listened back to 2020, I'm thinking, okay, you know, how much has changed? Because 2020, that that whole theme was, you know, hated it. So now (laughs) 2021 came and I would like to say that it was hugely different. But to be honest, we still felt a lot of the same, um, you know, issues that we did in 2020. (laughs) Some positive things, you know, the vaccine had come out, boosters, Aria is old enough to get vaccinated, which took a lot of pressure off of me um, in doing some of these holiday activities and traveling. I know Tucker, you know, is still too young, yeah, so yeah. you're probably still a little more protective. Yeah, yeah, more cautious, of course. So I think that's obviously something that's changed and it has made the year better. But, you know, like you said, we're still a little bit limited. So 
when I listened back to that old episode, I was really sad that we hadn't gotten to travel to see family in 2020. But right. I will say in 2021, we did. We got to make take a big trip back to the West Coast, but we decided to drive instead yeah. of fly. So that was kind of that our difference. concession. Yep. Yeah. And I know you didn't get to see your best friend that had a baby in 2020. So tell us what happened since then. Well, I have gotten to see her and she has a new baby that I haven't gotten to see. (laughs) But you can. You will be able to. I will be able to. That's that's more of just a timing issue more than anything else, Mm -hmm. Um, seeing the second baby. But we FaceTime a lot, of course. My college roommates and I, we try to get together at least once a year and do a vacation. So we were able to do that after not having done that in 2020. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to be with friends, letting our kids play together. And that was a lot of fun. Well, that's one of the things we talked about, you know, particularly with your friend, you know, as a new mom feeling really isolated. Yeah, it was really tough for her. And I can't even imagine just like being a new mom in a normal time is hard. But then you have all of the added worries that comes along with a pandemic and having both of her babies were preemies, which makes them more vulnerable. Um, So and then and then plus not being able to have just all the friends that you want to come over. She had to cancel her baby showers and that kind of thing so that people were protected. I mean, so this is, this is her, like she should not have any major events because when we planned her bachelorette party, she lives in Houston. And that is when the big hurricane came and flooded all of Houston. That weekend, the weekend we were having our bachelorette party. Okay. Then fast forward, skip bachelorette party, got married, got pregnant. The weekend that we were supposed to have her baby shower, that is when quarantine, everything shut down. Right. So we're like, you need to stop having major life events. Right. <laughs> or just your, and we talked about do-overs uh, last year. And I think that that is still in effect. If you didn't get to do what you wanted to do this year, you are still allowed to cut yourself some slack and, and do it in a different way adapt um, still have I mean gosh for your friend to be like well let's just do a bachelorette party now <laughs> why yeah, not no even though you, you're already married <laughs> I mean because those are things you can't get back so well we did try to get her to have a bachelorette party for the second baby um, and baby she was shower. like ba- oh baby shower yeah. yes but, not that, bachelorette. but that would have been funny <laughs> that would have been funny yeah <laughs> she wouldn't have had as much fun yeah as yeah definitely not <laughs> <laughs> but no a baby shower for the second baby and she was like no I'm not risking it <laughs> yeah well that's what I was the next thing I was going to ask is we're probably doing more things but we're doing them differently so how has that affected you so for instance you're doing more things with Tucker but what are you doing different so a lot of the things that we do are outdoors, mm-hmm. big, big time, which it's really important for kids his age to be outdoors anyway. anyway. Mm-hmm. But I would say for us, the biggest thing that I guess COVID pushed us into is he was in daycare and we haven't sent him back to daycare. Mm-hmm. And we're very thankful and blessed that our working situations allows us to keep him at home with us. But um, I had already before I ever had kids, already thought about um, homeschooling children, mm-hmm. future children or whatever. And that just kind of seemed to me like impossible at the time, at the time yeah. that we had him. Um, but I guess COVID, when daycare shut down and stuff like that, 
we kind of realized that, hey, maybe this is something that we could do Mm -hmm. long-term with our future goals for our family, being that we want to travel more and stuff like that. Um, So it's kind of given us, he's only three, so it's not like, I feel like the stakes are really low as far as homeschooling goes. We're like, we'll give this a try and see if like doing some preschool at home is fun and something that we want to keep doing. And so that has been the biggest change for us. And well, not the biggest change, but one of the biggest changes in 2021 with Tucker that um, we've really enjoyed doing that we might not have done had it not been for COVID. Right. So it forced you into something, but it had a happy outcome. And that goes hand in hand with your other big change um, in in your personal life that Tucker is more of a part of now. (laughs) Yes. My husband quit his corporate job in 2021 and went full-time with his side gig, GT Garage Talk, which is a car review, car enthusiast, podcast, YouTube, and blog. So that's been really exciting. And he might not have taken that plunge had he not been home and able to kind of split his time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That COVID kind of pushed him. It's something that he's always wanted to do. It's always been in the back of his mind. But it's one of those things that, well, we already knew that we already had an exit plan for his corporate job. We just didn't know what the next step was. So he, he already knew he was going to leave his corporate job. and. When we're thinking about the next step, we're like, I mean, that's kind of like one of those dreams that we're like, this is impossible. Like, there's no way we could grow something like that. The market's already saturated kind of thing. All of those things. All the fear, all those negative, the negative, yeah, stuff, negative but, things that you tell But yourself. to be fair, you're a responsible person. And so you do. You, you have to make the list of pros and cons. But at that time, it felt like there was just too many cons and it wasn't going to... Exactly. Pan out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But like you said, um, COVID, we had a lot of time at home and he decided when the stakes are low, just give it a try. And it grew faster than he ever thought it would. Mm-hmm. And some opportunities and doors opened at the exact time that it was time for him to leave yeah, his you, corporate job. You know, it's that cliche saying of, you know, you don't know unless you try. And that's true. And that in that sense, that really worked. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's fine. went out on a limb and took a risk and it, it's been paying off. So I'm really happy for you guys. And I think that's definitely helped with how kids are coping through all of this. I think it was really difficult, you know, in 2020. I think in 2021, um, kids have kind of adapted. I mean, Aria doesn't really think twice about putting a mask on or, you know, doing those types of safety precautions. It's just sort of normal. Um, yeah, and Tucker doesn't really know anything different. Right, because he re- his memories are kind of starting from this yeah. this point. Yeah. In fact, it was it was kind of sad for me and Corey, but also just the world that Tucker's living in. We had this game that has different um, tasks you've got to do in order to get to the next steps mm-hmm. or whatever. And one of them, it had a raccoon picture, and it said, find something in the room to make a mask out of. So, right. you know, you're thinking like yeah, superhero, a superhero mask. mask. No, yes. Tucker grabbed something and put it over his mouth. Yeah. As yeah. a mask. Mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh, that's depressing. I know. I know. I know. Well, I mean, some things, you know, the whole masking thing with Aria being back to in-person piano, that was one of those things I felt like I had to ask the hard question. And when I called her music studio, you know, to ask what's the protocol. And, and they said, oh, yes, we'll be happy, you know, to wear a mask. It's like, okay, I felt better. 
about sending her before she was vaccinated and she's really thriving. And I'm so glad we made that decision. It's all about just weighing risks all the time. It feels like. I know it's so exhausting. It is. is. I feel like it's even more, not to say that people who don't have kids aren't exhausted with this. Sure, yeah, I they're know thinking you are, the same things. But yeah. it's like somebody else is relying on me yes. to, make, to make sure it's, it's I, a lot different than only having to look out for yourself. Yeah, I did feel like, again, in 2021, it was difficult to kind of feel that Christmas spirit in certain ways, being limited, having to think through everything, you know, extra, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how many people are going to be there and should I, you yeah. know, so that's, we're all tired of that for sure. Um, and that hasn't changed. Hopefully it will continue to improve. Um, we were fortunate enough to have my older daughter, um, her older sister come and stay with us for an extended amount of time during COVID. And that was a big change in a good way and a good distraction, I think for Aria who was feeling lonely, you know, and not being able to play with kids. And now that kids are back at school and she's still homeschooling, um, that was kind of a concern too. I just wasn't comfortable with her being in big groups of, of kids, kids yet, unvaccinated. Yeah. And yeah. And, you know, to be honest, um, I understand people have their opinions and their reasons, but, you know, we know people close to us, very dear friends that have passed away from COVID. So for us, it hit home seriously. And I know some people think, oh, well, you're being so precautious or you're overreacting, but when you've lost multiple people close to you that are unvaccinated, it's just not worth it to me. It, and, it, it and it won't be. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as we'd like to stop talking about uh, COVID, it's still there. So <laughs> we're going to continue to evolve. Back full force this winter season. That's right. That's right. So um, last year we talked about how spending a lot more time with family was a high for you, right? Yes. Is that still true? Yes, it is. (laughs) After all this time that you spent with family, is it still true? Yes. I mean, I know. Okay, so we talked about in the New Year's episode last year, which y'all can check back and listen to if you want to compare, that if I'm going to be with people, I want it to be my husband and my son. I kind of don't. um, When you talk about alone time, if I'm like, I'm going to spend alone time, it's usually still with my husband and kid. Right. But... Spending so much right. time at home with them because now my husband works from home. Yep. Tucker doesn't go to daycare. Mm-hmm. I have found myself needing more alone time. Uh-huh. In fact, I was just talking to my mom yesterday. She was. She said, what are you doing? I said, well, Corey and Tucker are playing in the living room and I'm cleaning the kitchen. And she's like, yeah, that's what you got to do when you're a mom. And I was like, well, to tell you the truth, sometimes I clean the kitchen so I can have me time. Yeah, that's what it's come down to. <laughs> well, I get it. I mean, I went in the garage in the car to take a phone call from my best friend the other night because our house is small and I have nowhere I can go to just have a private conversation without getting asked about what I was talking about yeah. by my <laughs> ne- newly eight-year-old now. Doing? Yeah. So it was funny because I was out there and then the light gets turned off in the garage. So then I'm sitting in the <laughs> dark. And um, later I come in and my, my husband goes, oh, I didn't even know you were in there. I just thought you left the garage light on. I'm like, no, this is my new office. It's the only place I can go to have some peace and quiet. So 
That's pretty funny. Well, if you do want to go back and listen to that episode, you guys will get a kick out of it. I mean, there's a lot of comical things that we had said <laughs> that, you know, being hopeful. hopeful. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, one of the things that we had talked about is um, helping small businesses. And that is why we originally had started ETX Store is to help small businesses during the pandemic. And that got such a great response. I'm so pleased and happy for all the small businesses we've helped. But it has grown into being something bigger than what I can maintain as, you know, pretty much a single person. So we're partnering with the Texas Forest Trail um, to kind of evolve into a, a big Texas shop. And we'll talk more about that coming up when we launch that. But look out for that. Now, if you go to ETX store, you'll be redirected to a big Texas shop eventually. And I think that's great because it's going to be a much bigger reach than just East Texas for people that want to sell, you know, goods and, and services and stuff. So hopefully that will just be the next, the next thing, the next, the next evolution thing. of that. Yeah. It's so look for that coming up. What about the tourism industry for you, Holly? Because we talked a lot about that last year and how that was impacted and how creative you had to be. So mm -hmm. are people traveling now? People are traveling a lot more, but you're still seeing some of the staffing problems at hotels, mm -hmm. restaurants, airlines, which causes delays in mm. flights and um, longer wait times and that kind of thing. And vaccinations have changed a lot for travel, so that's good, but you're still having to mask on flights mm -hmm. and small small businesses. Some destinations like New Orleans and LA, you have to either show a vaccination card or a negative test to get into places and then still wear masks. So it's just different all across the board. It's still important to check what the restrictions are and when you're making when your plans. you're making your plans and be prepared go. that those plans might change. Exactly. I mean, how many people do you know have had plans and either flights got canceled or somebody dropped out at the last minute because, you know, they had yeah. a positive test or so yeah. you always I guess even going into it, you have to be prepared that just kind of yeah. Go with the flow, right? Things flow. could change. What's your plan B yeah. or C? Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's always the case with travel. As far as East Texas is concerned and travel is concerned, um, we've fared fairly well. And that is because we're not a bigger city. I think people are still a little bit nervous about traveling to places that are just going to be super crowded. Mm -hmm. But that being said, like festivals are back, state fairs are back, and that's like really all across the board. Disneyland in California is open, right. which they were like a stronghold for a long time, not opening, which if you don't know anything about Disney is unheard of. They don't close for anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of an indicator of what the travel well and I will say you like. know we went in October. Um we took our daughter for her first time and we wore our masks, um, and they were pretty good about it. I'd say about 85% of people were wearing them all the time. Um, in order to get on a ride, uh, you had to have it on if you were two years old or older. I think I only heard one person in line complain about it. Otherwise, I'd say for the most part, people were compliant because 
you want to be able to do the things. Yeah. And if you want to do the things, yeah, you, you got to follow you, the rules. You got to follow the rules. Yeah. So um, I think that was a pretty good experience overall. Was I a little um, uncomfortable a few times? Maybe in a few lines where I felt like people were not respecting any kind of personal space boundaries. But I mean, that could happen at the grocery store. So I think that Again, you just sort of take a step back and you have to do your mental checklist. Okay, am I doing everything I can do to be safe? Then at some point you have to continue on with your life, right? Yeah. Or nothing yeah, will ever happen. To. So Yeah, you yeah. have to. Well, and okay, you didn't talk about the big thing happening in your life on the home front. Yes. So that was another comical thing from last year's episode. Uh, last year we bought a house and we moved in right before Christmas and that was super exciting. And we had big intentions of remodeling and doing all these projects. And, you know, my dad passed away in February. So I inherited quite literally all of his stuff um, had to sell his house. Um, my older daughter came and stayed with us, which was awesome. Uh, so we had an influx of stuff into our already small home. And then we had um, somebody come out and quote us on remodeling, several different people. And it, we took a step back and we thought, you know, at this point, um, especially after we had sold my dad's house, we entertained the idea of building a house, which I never, ever thought would have been possible. Coming from uh, California, that it's like that's only for rich people. Normal people don't get to do those things. So it was amazing to me that we were in a position that we could do that within our community and hideaway. So we started that process in August. So needless to say, that is ongoing. And the house that we are currently in looks a lot like the house we moved into. And I'm not exaggerating. We still have boxes. We're not, I would say, fully moved in. Because now you're in this spot where why do that? Why bother? You're yeah. just going to pack it up and move it anyways. Yeah. So it's been a rough year for me living in chaos. I don't do well. We've talked about that before, you know, the mental clutter and the physical clutter. So that has been really frustrating. And every time, you know, like this year trying to make Christmas cookies in oh, our yeah. microscopic kitchen, <laughs> it's not enjoyable. It's not fun. You have to put on a happy face, you know, for your kiddo who's all excited to make cookies. Meanwhile, you're, you know, balancing a tower of dishes on this tiny surface. So... I just remind myself, it's not too much longer. It's not too much longer. <laughs> so that's probably been the biggest uh, exciting news yeah, that, that, is that we have. So we'll keep you posted. And anyone that. can follow along on that journey. Yes. If you want to check out ETX Home on Instagram, you can follow along with our progress. Our new and help make progress. decisions. Yeah. I like to ask people. I love opinions. I'd love to hear your opinion on stuff. So that's, that's always a good post out there. So, yeah, that's a lot of fun. So we all had to get creative. I mean, businesses got super creative this yes. past year yeah. trying to reach more people. Well, and I feel like the ones that got creative and shifted, even though change is hard. Yes. <laughs> I think those are the ones that are doing really well right now. I do too. I think embracing things, and it's hard for me too. I know that people think, oh, well, you're in marketing communications, you're so good at, you know, changing with the times. Yes and no. It's not that there's not growing pains. I mean, Holly can attest to that too. Anytime Facebook changes an algorithm, it's like, I'm going to lose sleep now for <laughs> two or three nights so trying annoying. to learn that. And, um, 
you know, video, we've talked about that, reels, Zoom. I mean, that's not going anywhere. It's picking up even more, and we will talk more about Unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, I don't think TikTok is going away. I know. As much as I wish its challenges <laughs> would just die a slow, painful <laughs> death. Um, but we'll but talk about that But you know what? That One thing up. I think is dying, or maybe it's just that I hope dies for 2022. What? Tell me. Are those annoying, like, TikTok wannabes that businesses do where they just like point to words. They like dance and point to words. Yeah, I don't like that either. I hate that. Is it just our generation? You know, that's a good question. And we would love to hear from our listeners on that because we have a pretty wide range of ages that listen to this show. So I would love to hear from you on that, um, whether it's a personal or business standpoint on the TikTok stuff. Um, For me, the at- short attention span thing, I still enjoy pictures and still mm-hmm. pictures. A lot of times when I watch a video or a reel, they go so fast that I, I think, I what can't... did I just see? Like, wait, hold on. I wanted to see that. And Especially I... if they have like text on it. It's like you're writing a book and then it's two seconds away. I have to watch the whole thing again. Yeah. So a lot of times I just <laughs> scroll past it. I'm like, ah. Oh, are we too, too old for that? <laughs> I, that's a good, so are we? Let, let's ask. Know. Let's ask. Or I think a combo is still good because depending on who your audience is, if you have anybody in your target audience that's over 35, you probably should still do a mix. You should, but don't put a book on your tag. No, that's not what it's for. If you want to no. write a book, write a blog, right? A blog. Or do or a blog. Put it in the comment or the Yes, in the actual post description. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, but we'll get into that with old you guys. There, yeah, right. <laughs> if you're selling to us, yes. you're not doing a good job. Right, which, hey, th- this is who has the money to spend Ain't that in typically, yeah. right? Is, yeah. So, um, but it's not going away. Just like you no. said, I, d- I don't like saying I'm too old for something because you're never too old to learn something new. Right. So get rid of that mindset if you're a business owner. Right. And be where your audience is. Just because there's TikTok available, if your audience isn't there, you're wasting your time. That is absolutely true. And so don't learn that one. Yeah. But, um, and we always give the tip that if you're a business owner and you're getting into social media, you don't have to do them all at once. Mm-hmm. But start with where your most of your audience mm-hmm. is. If that's Facebook, start with Facebook, and then add on once you have those down. Well, and let's face it, video takes more time. It's not as simple as just you know a couple still pictures. So you might be feeling overwhelmed with the thought of even tackling something like that. So you know there's software out there that can make that faster. Um, you would be surprised. You could definitely hire that out. Well, and I don't know if you know this, but this one of the benefits of TikTok is you just take the short little videos and put it into TikTok's creator thing. And it kind of edits it. It edits it with the music right. that you choose, which is really nice. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about it cutting away or slowing down or speeding up or anything like that. Yeah, that's true. That's one that's of the true. benefits. One of the too. benefits. That's true. Well, we would love to hear what you were doing. Um, have you adopted it? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Has it brought you business? Can you even tell if it's improved your social media standing? So we would like to hear from our listeners on that too. So I know we're bouncing around a little bit, but we did talk about goal setting versus New Year's resolutions. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff we talked about last year was how people don't keep their New Year's resolutions. And we did list the top five that get broken um, the most. So go back and listen to that episode if you're interested in, in hearing about those. But Holly's standpoint, and I'm assuming this still stands, is 
goal setting is much more attainable than just calling it a resolution. And we kind of got into the reasons why, mainly because if you set a resolution without a plan, right, it's not going to happen. And so that's goal usually the reason why you break your resolutions. Right. It's just like, I want to lose weight. Right. Which, which, spoiler alert, is on the list. Right. So check the list. That's not probably not a surprise to anyone. Right. In fact, my friend just sent me a meme yesterday that it said, um, I'm going to start a business that's a gym the first part of the year and a wine bar the there second part go. of the year. There you go. That's perfect. <laughs> Accurate. Um, but if you set a resolution that doesn't have a goal, how do you know you ever reached it? True. Right? So it's better to do something like, I want to lose 10 pounds by March. And do know? it with a friend. That helps yeah, too, having yeah. some accountability, you no know, kidding. a friend or a family member or something. Well, one of the things you had mentioned last year was organization was like your number one goal and you cleaned mm-hmm. out a bunch of stuff because of the pandemic. So does that yeah. stand this year or have you changed it up? Yeah, so I did organize a lot. I went kind of by room by room and now I need to do it again. Um, But one of the big things that I was talking about last year is for work stuff, like organizing all of the things I have to do for different, so that, so that I'm not waiting until the last minute to do certain things. And I got that really organized. I bought some um, dry erase boards for my wall that really helped. That helped, okay. And um, put some motivational things up there. Some visual aids. Some visual yeah. aids, <laughs> and that really helped. And then life changed. <laughs> right. And so now we'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about our 2022, but now life has changed a little bit for me on the business side of things. So I need to go through and not only reorganize my spaces, but also my plan of mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. for for my side gig. Always a good time to do it, the beginning of the year. I agree. Yes. And then meal planning. You were nailing it with the meal planning, and we were making jokes about, you know, maybe you'd get sponsored by Weight Watchers because you <laughs> talked about how helpful they were. Yes. So where are you in that? Well, I'm not sponsored by Weight Watchers. <laughs> Darn it. But, but if you're listening. But I'm still following the program, okay. and we still, we just got our new meal planning book. We are still doing that. I mean, my husband and I both are, I mean, we are believers in the meal plan. Before I was like, I don't think that's going to help. Or it's one of those things that you're like, that probably is not going to help. But then when you do it, it's a big, it's a big help. And not only just for losing weight or maintaining weight, but for our finances as yeah, well. Yeah, saving we don't, money. We, yeah, it's a lot easier for us to know the plan ahead of time mm-hmm. and we can plan, you know. And time. And your yeah, time and is time. money when you're working for yourself. So that makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. When um, If I have a busy day at work, then mm-hmm. I plan on grabbing a rotisserie chicken at the grocery store or right. something like that. Right, bag of salad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it helps financially because... The thing about it, for us especially, and I know this is a lot of people's problems, is we were waiting until 5, 5.30 when we got off work to decide what we're going to have for dinner. Well, at that point, everything's frozen. Yeah, we're we're tired. We've worked all day. Everything's frozen. So So you get pizza. Yeah, so we get (laughs) pizza. Or whatever. We go through the Mm drive-thru, you know, and all of that adds up financially. Yeah, and it's not very healthy, obviously. It's not very healthy, usually. So you've stuck with it. You you made it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, one of the things I wanted to do 
obviously was, you know, finish going through everything, um, getting ready to move into a new house. So that's going to be a goal for this year going forward. And then some boring self-care stuff, just like dentists and doctor's appointments. And it always blows me away how moms are so amazing and they will do whatever it takes to take care of their kid. And we've talked about this in the past, right? Mm -hmm. You know, creating this beautiful, healthy lunch for your kid and then you're eating like two bites of old chicken nuggets or... (laughs) You know, Aria's gone to the dentist probably four times. Have I been once? No. Well, why not? If I can do it for my child, I should be able to do it for myself. So um, putting yourself first in in your order of family so you can be a good caretaker, whether you have kids or not, is super important. Absolutely. It's important in everything. Tell me about your chiropractor visit. Yeah, you know, I thought that would have come up on that episode, and I was really surprised that it didn't. Um, So we have been talking about going to the chiropractor for over a year, I think. And Holly's been a big proponent of it. She's given me something to go to, and I put it off and put it off. And You know, I'd like to say, oh, you know, I really thought it through and I'm putting myself first and I made a chiropractor appointment. No. What happened was (laughs) I literally could not get up off the floor after wrapping presents and I was in so much pain that it was pure desperation, not out of trying to take care of myself. Yes. But four visits later, and I will say that uh, Dr. Carter over at Hembry chiropractic has made me a new a new human being a new, a new woman. woman I'm super <laughs> grateful and if I had done it preemptively I probably wouldn't be in this situation so that's a little note to everyone out there if something's in the back of your mind you haven't made that dentist appointment it's a lot easier to get your teeth cleaned <laughs> than to get a filling or, or a root canal right or right or whatever else so just look at it in the big picture of whether it's financially mm-hmm. or time, investing in yourself in the beginning is going to save you a lot mm-hmm. of that down the line. And to be honest, my mom, she's a dental hygienist, so I get this. Oh, yeah, um, all the behind I the get, scenes stuff. Yeah. Well, I get this speech all the time. If if you uh, work for a company where you're paying into your insurance, you're paying for That's your dentist appointment for. whether mm-hmm. you go or not. You're paying yes. for your chiropractic right. or doctor's appointment. Well, and I did get glasses last yep. year. That was a big thing that had been on my list. My prescription was like five or six years old. And um, again, Holly was great. You know, if, if you need to know where to go in Tyler, Holly knows. <laughs> so um, she gave us a great recommendation. Both my husband and myself went in and, and got new glasses. And I didn't realize how blind I was until <laughs> that happened. So that was a good You are good a thing. whole new woman. I know. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Now, another thing that was really important to you um, last year was putting the phone down more. And you yes. talked about doing the phone stack. So when you're yes. watching a movie or having dinner, everybody just puts their phone in a pile, doesn't look at it. Are you still doing that? No. <laughs> Good. I'm we glad. Should. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just glad that there there was a balance there. No, okay. we should we should be doing this more. So we we have strict no phones mm-hmm. at the dinner table. Okay. Okay. That stands. That stands okay. whether we're eating with family or eating, you know, at a restaurant mm-hmm. or at home. Mm-hmm. No phones. Now, it has been more difficult to stay off of our phones during family time. Because the nature of both mine and Corey's jobs are yeah, all social. online yes. and social. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Corey's a, a lot more than mine, but I got some help this year in my job at Visit Tyler. So that's been very helpful. I do stick to, and Corey does as well, we have a certain time at night that our phone goes 
to do not disturb. Yes. Yeah, so if you try to contact her, she will not contact I you back not. until the following day. <laughs> yes, I won't. It's not and, personal. Yeah. And now with the new iOS, it even sends you a message that my phone is on do not disturb. So, um, but that is like rather later at night, like mm-hmm. mine's at eight and Corey's is like nine or 10. So we do need to make a better effort of family time is family time. Mm-hmm. But our, our lives are so intermingled now anyways, too, with Tucker being home all the time. I know. Like, what is work time? What is what family, is family time? time? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, for me with Visit Tyler, it's more of like I have an 830 to sure, 5 sure. job. Um, but for Corey, you know, one day on Monday mornings, he may not have anything to do. But then the next Monday is really busy. Right. You know, so. That's true. Um, so. I guess just finding the balance of that, we could do a better job of this year. But no, we did not achieve it last year. Did not achieve it last year. Yeah, I think that's that is a real um, issue. I think for every small business owner, right? You right. you're constantly connected. You feel like you have to be. Where do you draw the line? And um, I'd love to hear from our listeners on that as well. How, what, yeah, works and what, are them, and, what works for them? And yeah, or do they just? Oh well, this is just the way it is, and mm-hmm. we've adapted. Or so yeah, I'd be curious to hear um, how that goes. Another thing we talked about is we were all kind of bummed out about not getting to take vacations. Obviously, we've evolved into this new phase of being able to travel. We had bought our travel trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, Trailer Swift. Tra- trailer <laughs> Swift, and we took her recently to Karnak to camp um, out at Caddo Lake. Which was really nice just for a weekend. You know, it's only an hour and a half from us. So it felt like we it was a great staycation, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the kids were digging for crawdads in the mud and, you know, having a great time. And so we want to do more of that. There are so many state parks here in East Texas mm-hmm. that that's kind of my goal this next year is to take Trailer Swift out more, even if it's just for long weekends. Now that we've gotten in the hang of it, you know, hooking her up, doing everything, it's mm-hmm. much easier. It's not as time-consuming yeah. to do those things. So um, that's that's a big one for us. Well, and the good thing about it is with your husband's job as the executive director of the Texas Forest Trail, he kind of has to he get has to out travel. and go yeah. out. Yeah. So, so that's good when you can do a little it work is. and play at the same time. I agree. And, you know, one of the reasons we got Trailer Swift is because now that we live on the far side of his territory in Tyler, because his territory goes all the way down to Conroe, Port Arthur, you know, in the Houston area, it wouldn't be worth it to make a trip down for just a day. A day. You know, there's yeah. so much more to do and mm-hmm. see and, you know, meet people. And so that's um, exciting. I'm excited yes. about that. Yes. And do you have any travel priorities this next year? Yeah. We're going to be traveling a whole lot. But now, <laughs> with, with GT Garage Talk or Visit Tyler or both? Yeah, all of it. All of it, so, yeah. Well, first off, last year we traveled more than we had, obviously, in 2020, like all our plans got right. foiled. Yeah, that didn't We did count. a couple of staycations, but that was it. Um, so we were really excited in 2021 to actually get out and travel. That's what we love to do. Well, there was that trip to Austin that yes. we all went on that was kind of overshadowed by a big surge everything had been so nice <laughs> and then we had that big surge of COVID again and I we ca- while we were there while we were there yeah, yeah. thankfully our plans uh, while we were visiting were all outdoor things yeah like we had planned only outdoor attractions already smart because we're we like visiting the state parks too mm-hmm. um so that that was a lot of fun we went to the falls yes in Austin, yes um, and we had never done that before so that was really great um, yeah. but I will say 
one of my highlights for last year was going to Palo Duro Canyon in Amarillo. I've always wanted to go. It yeah. was so fun. And we didn't have, we made the hard decision because we love traveling with Tucker, but we made the hard decision to leave him at home, which actually ended up being good because I've always wanted to hike to the lighthouse in Palo Duro Canyon. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen unless you wanted to carry 40 pounds of <laughs> yes, child. This, yeah. uh, this hike is not for the faint of heart. Okay, good to know. <laughs> um, it's long. It's not hard, but it's just long, and you have to be prepared for the weather out there. Sure. So I was like, I'm going to be the one that, because uh, all of my friends, you know, we've got several friends that work at the state park and they're like, take water, take water. Don't go in the afternoon. It's way too hot. We always have to pull people out. Oh, yeah. You didn't want to be that person. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to know the person who has no. to come and get me. I, <laughs> no, but we did it. We did it fine. We went out a little later than we had wanted to, but we were back at one or two in the afternoon, so it wasn't so bad. And it was like one of the things that's been on my bucket list for years. So you got to check off a big thing. Yes, that's I did. exciting. So that was great. And it's um, if you don't know what the lighthouse is, anytime you see pictures of Palo Duro Canyon, um, unless it's just like the whole canyon, that's the picture that they always That's the go-to. That's the go-to. So it was super fun. Um, I'll share some pictures. Yeah, that would um, be fun so people it. could see. So that was fun. But this next year, in 2020, we are hitting the ground running. I like how you said 2020. Oh, 2022. Like, what year is it? <laughs> See, it's still a big time I want to go back and redo oh, 2020. Yeah, seriously. I mean, without COVID. Right, not, right. Not, not, like, not do that all again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go no. through that again. No, no, no. But um, one of the big things for 2022 for us as far as side gigs go is I will be taking a bigger role in GT Garage Talk and 1558 Productions, which is the umbrella production company for GT Garage Talk. So that is going to be an interesting yeah, little, little out of your comfort zone, uh, something new, but I love the fact that you're going to be a husband and wife team. I think there's a, a lot of power in that not only from like a personal standpoint, because you guys are literally on the same team, but yeah. also from uh, the outsider perspective, I think it's really neat that women are more involved in that side of things. It's traditionally been like a very male dominated industry. Mm -hmm. So I think there's going to be a lot of women out there. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm not the only one. I yeah. That's and pretty cool. if you think about, cause, um, Corey focuses, of course he does like the luxury cars as well, but his channel focuses a lot on the family vehicle mm -hmm. and does this work for a family? Well, if he's doing a video and he doesn't put in a car seat, he doesn't have a kid riding in it. I mean, can you really believe his review? Well, yeah. And I want to see, you know, if Holly has to use a magic eraser to get some crayon <laughs> off of the back of a, or how is she getting how peanut butter out of yes. the carpet of the car? Yeah. Yeah. And women make a lot of the buying decisions they do. when it comes to that, for mm -hmm. especially a vehicle for the family. Because right. usually, I mean, I'm not saying usually because men and women do the same but it's usually women who want the comfort and the convenience yeah, more the than storage. Men. How yeah. can I entertain my kid? Is there a USB back here? I mean, the the car that you guys got yes, the, the uh, big expedition, the Ford mm -hmm. Expedition. You know, we're not a Ford family, so um, I was like, I'm not so sure. But then we tested one out, and you know, you can fold the seat down with the car seat in it, mm -hmm. so. Older kids can get in the back mm -hmm. and stuff. And stuff like that 
really makes a difference when you're talking about family versus right so maybe what people might think they want or don't want it's good to have a new perspective of hey i thought that too but look at this look at maybe yeah did you know it could do this yeah amazing is this you know fun so that's a big exciting uh project then that you guys have going for this next year it is and we will be taking tucker to disneyland for the first time i'm excited for you we are excited about that but that's going to be a work slash wedding slash yeah. Disneyland trip. Yeah, that's going to be really fun. I'm happy that you guys get to do that. That's awesome. Well, we've got some other stuff coming up for you guys. So listen for, tell us, Holly, what do we have coming up? So in the spring, we're going to have, I mean, of course, we're going to keep releasing a new episode every other week. We've got lots of topics. The next episode is going to be about influencer marketing. What is it? How can it benefit your business? If you want to be an influencer, what are some tips on getting into that business? So that's a really that'll be a big that'll one. Be a big yeah. one. Um, if you don't have a lot of marketing dollars, influencer marketing might be the way that you want to go. Mm-hmm. Who knows? ETX Live yes, we're gonna is do. doing big things this year. Yes, we uh, partnered um, with the Texas Forest Trail, and then we're going to be sponsoring Hit the Bricks in February. And for those of you that don't know, that's uh, the second Saturday yes, of the month, um, every month. Every month. Um, down, in downtown Tyler. On the square there. And this one will be February 12th, and we're going to do a big focus on Valentine's Day We want it to be kind of like a date opportunity or you don't have to be romantically involved. You could just grab your girlfriend and go down there. But vendors, um, some food, possibly Mm -hmm. some music and a way to shop for some Valentine's goodies, even for those hard to buy for men in your life. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be a lot of fun downtown hit the bricks February 12th. But we'll talk a little bit more about that in the upcoming months. We'll talk about what the spring is going to look like in East Texas after the freeze Mm -hmm. and predictions on if there's going to be another one. Yeah. (laughs) Get get those generators now. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. While it's warm. I mean, it's hard to think about it being cold right now. It's like 75 degrees outside right now. It's so odd. Yes. It is odd. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad about it, though. No. I I mean, it's not hurting my feelings, but (laughs) it is a little harder to be in a Christmas spirit when you're in shorts. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> Although it did make watching the Grinch outside very a lot nicer. Fair <laughs> a enough. lot nicer. Fair and enough. we'll also catch up with some of our friends that own some cleaning businesses and talk mm-hmm. about spring cleaning and how to organize your life. Because we've talked about this before, having a cluttered workspace and home can impact your mental Ask me how I know. (laughs) Yeah, we have a lot of um, exciting guests coming up this year that we want to share with you guys. And as always, reach out to us. Feel free. You can send us a message. If you go to etxpodcast.com, there's a spot there that you can send us a note. So anything that struck a chord with you or you want to share, please uh, uh, contact us there. Yeah, and if you have any businesses that you would like for us to feature on the podcast, let us know there. Um, We release a new episode every other week. And until next time, it's it's all good in the piney woods. woods.